Hello, welcome back to the Sam Antics podcast. He's Matt, I'm Sam. He has a fan on whilst recording, and so do I. That's just the way it is, because it's hot, and if you can hear a fan, we're not apologising. Yes. This, every time we've recorded in the last two weeks, it's been really hot days when we recorded, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Um, yeah. We've but got no. to this point where we're like, enough is enough. Like We have to have a fan on. We're not even sorry, okay? No. <laughs> Let's just clarify that. No. If you can hear fan noises, just deal with it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be so harsh, but it's uh, currently, just to have a look at the weather, it's currently 26 degrees, um, and I've had the afternoon in the sun, basically, in going coming into the room I'm recording in. So it is uh, like a bit of an oven, my dear. Yeah, it's not nice, is it? This is why I'm jealous of Americans, because they have like, not not all Americans, because they all don't all have it, but um, the aircon units that like hang out the windows when they're in flats. Have you seen them? Yes, I very nearly recently bought one. Yeah, like they feel like a good good investment, don't they? Yeah. Anyway, so let's not get bogged down with uh, who's hot who, and who isn't. Who's sweating the bucks off and who's not? Yeah. We are. Well, we've got a bit of housekeeping, haven't we? So we're on episode forty-one. Yes, we are. And uh, well, it's we, not we... housekeeping; it's been an announcement. I think is the best way to phrase it. No, yeah. So we've 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 had a little change here at the Sam Antics podcast. Sam is now a woman. Uh huh. Samantha and yeah. Matthew uh, is now going by Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, no, we have after thirty-nine episodes. We have changed podcast service. And, well, I'm going to let Sakoba do this because he's been wanting to say this since we started. Okay. Sakoba, can you tell the ladies and gentlemen what's happened? So, after our success on the previous platform, um, we, 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 we did well on that platform, Matt. We did enter 12 countries. Uh, yep. And we, of, of one of those countries is America, um, which we were shocked to even break through. Then um, in America, we actually came across multiple states and were being listened to in multiple areas, um, which is just amazing. But we felt that to forward the development of the podcast, it would be best to swap over and join the Acast Creator Network. That's right, we're the big league. Oh, right. Yeah, I'm just listening to you getting really excited about it. Um, no, we are we are part of the Acast Creator Network. Do you not understand how amazing that is? Like some of the biggest podcasts that are out there are members of the Acast Creator Network. Yes, it does mean a lot more editing from that dialogue. Uh, you may have heard in the previous episode forty, um, there was different theme music, um, there was different transition music, and um, you don't get any of that as a preset on Anchor. So I had to go and find that use yeah. and use non-copyrighted, no license music. Yeah. That I very strict on that. Don't I have to, um, you know, thank the composer for um, and Using then it stick the, it yeah. to, and then put it together as one massive edit, not individual chopped up. 
so it was a little bit more time consuming. However, Sam and I have both agreed that we will try and make our own transitions. Yeah. Um, theme music, I don't know how we're going to do that. I mean, I can play the piano and Sam can do a few chords on the guitar. Yeah. So we'll, 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 we'll try and do something. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll figure it out. But this is the thing is that the main, the important thing for us was that we moved over to Acast um, because we felt that Acast is the direction that we needed to move to in terms of the podcast. And already it has paid off. We've already been feeling the benefits of being a member of Acast. So, um, and I yeah. think as well, in case anybody's actually interested, Anchor is a very um, US orientated podcast platform because it's owned yeah. by Spotify and Spotify is a massive American company. Um, yeah. And so things on there were quite limited for UK okay. podcasters and Acast is, although Acast potentially moving down the line, we might have to pay for a few things. Um, it it gives UK content creators the exact same as America and everywhere else. So anyway. Yeah. And the main thing for us was that for the growth of the podcast, we kind of, from being a podcast that is obviously in the UK um, or created in the UK, sorry, I should say, we kind of hit a ceiling with Anchor and we did everything we could with, that we possibly could to kind of negotiate with them as well. Um, you remember a significant email chains with them, but um, no, for the benefit of the podcast we've we've had to move over and I'm, I'm i'm feeling good about it i don't know about you Matt. But i am feeling good about it i know there's a little bit more admin in terms of everything else that we have to do but i think the better quality of podcasts and growth i think will be there but anyway that's enough about the podcast what i want to know is how have you been this week well it's uh it's been a stressful week i i have a a problem with my eyes mm. um at the moment I don't know whether it's because it's hay fever related, because hay fever's really bad. Really um, bad at the moment, yeah. But basically, I can't look at a PC screen. For, so like when I get to work, I can do my work for about 20 minutes, and then like all of a sudden, I'll just start feeling really uneasy, and like my shoulders will ache, and my neck will ache, and like my... I'll be, I just physically can't look at the screen, because it makes me... Yeah. I just can't look at it. Yeah. Um and so it's actually proof really, really difficult and stressful this week. And my productivity is is down to about twenty-five percent. Um so that's not great. I have got an eye test book for Saturday. I'm not convinced it's that. Um, because this only just started this week. So I think if it was my eyesight, it probably would have been happening for a bit more time, yeah. Over more time. Mm. Um, but I've got some things that I'm going to buy to help over the weekend. And hopefully by the time I get back to work on Monday, it would have kicked in and will be okay. But we will see. Other than that, nothing is happening in the uh, the world of Matt Dyer. But mm. so, Grubber, enough mm. about me. How old yeah. the devil are you, Sausage? I'm off. <laughs> it's warm, isn't it? It's a wee bit warm. No, I'm good. I'm good. Um, trying to think. Oh, I came up to the mighty El Bizzle the previous weekend and saw that you, you, didn't did. I? That that you did, yeah. 
we you may um, have seen we did a little bit of uh, content okay. creation on our social media. A little bit of content creation, like we are the content creators of uh, the Sam Atlee's podcast. However, Madaya, that those videos they're actually done quite well. Well, one of them's done very well. Um, the other one not as well, but it's still done pretty well. So I'm, let me I'm... let me guess. The one that has my face in it didn't do as well as the one where I was holding the camera. No, wrong, other way around. Fuck it, hell, that makes a change. The one that we, um, the one that we reacted to that poor gentleman having a foot below his gentleman's region, as we should call it. Um, <laughs> other than that, that's the one that did really well. The one that was actually. Um, you basically saying what the what you're listening to, but that didn't do as well. But it's still got over um, 200 views. So, and it's an account that it's an account that has 25 followers. So it's pretty good. Um, nice. But yeah, other than that, I had a bit of issues with the trains, which you very kindly helped me with. Um, not in terms of like routing and stuff. Weirdly, was it? I sort of said I'm thinking of doing this, and you were like, yeah, yeah, go for it. Or well, no, I said my dad says this is probably the best way to get close to there for him to pick me up. Basically, um, the line from Houston to El Bizzle was just closed because of a line side fire type thing. So yeah. Which uh, just goes to show how hot it actually has been in the UK. Yes. Yeah. But so, yeah, you've uh, very kindly helped me with the um the old delay repay situation. Um but yeah other than that uh no. I think that's years. I had my first work presentation on Monday, like first ever professional presentation at work. That was pretty good. Um, there is a story behind a story associated to that, but I'll put that into the story time with Sam later on. Um, oh, my daughter, I I can't remember if I've spoken about this on the podcast or not before, but I've joined a whiskey club. A whiskey club. A whiskey club. I was not aware of this, nor was the podcast. Yes, so I've joined a whiskey club, and um, <laughs> so just to clarify, have you joined a whiskey club? I have joined a whiskey club. Oh, very um, good. So it's basically every two months you pay fifty pounds, and you get a bottle of whiskey that is a minimum of fifty pounds, but it can go up to like 100, 150 potentially if if that is what they do. Um, and I received the first bottle. However. They tried to deliver a bottle of whiskey at 8 a.m. in the morning. Uh, and I was not in. I was poor, at work. Poor form, that. Um, so I went and collected it. And I go, in, I go into um, like the Royal Mail um, like desk to collect it. And I, I say, oh, yeah, I'm here to collect this. He's like, all right, cool. You've got ID. I was like, yeah, here it is. He goes out back. And I don't know if he was taking the piss or if he just genuinely couldn't find this bottle. Um this box and he was there for 15 minutes and I was stood in the reception area for 15 minutes no air con and I was like it's getting to a point where I'm on my lunch break here it's kind of getting a little bit late so he comes back out and he gives me the box and he uh, has a huge smile on his face and I'm thinking what what's going on um, and he's like here you go enjoy that and I was like Enjoy that. Okay. Yeah, well, thank you. He was like, yeah. Uh, but it's whiskey, isn't it? I was like, yeah. Yeah, it is. Bye. Like, really freaks out. And as I'm leaving, I'm like, 
how the fuck does he know it's whiskey? I'm looking at the box. It didn't say anything to do with whiskey on it. It doesn't say it's come from a whiskey place. It just says it's sent from a warehouse uh, in St. Albans. I'm like, how the fuck does he know it's whiskey? Then I stepped down uh, off, like, like down a step, and I felt the liquid inside move, and I was like, ah, Sam, you're a fucking idiot. Yes. Yes. You know what they've done? They've drunk whiskey. That's why they were yeah. so long. And yeah. they've just in the bottle just to, you know, replenish liquid. Yeah, they thought, oh, shit. No, it's not going to collect this. It's undelivered. Oh, f-. Then I've turned up and they've gone, right, quickly, that's one pass this round in the bottle and give it to him yeah we'll, we'll, we'll seal it up a little bit and then on his way yeah but yes it is uh i had my first bottle of whiskey is basically what i was getting that i've collected my first bottle of whiskey it's a fine bottle of whiskey um bottle of whiskey now time to pass over to the angriest person i know Madaya, please, take it away. Hello, everyone. Matt Dyer here. And, um, well, I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't got as many as last week. In fact, I've only got one, one and a half at a push. Um, Okay. So um, we'll we'll just just crack straight into it, Sogoba. Sounds good to me. It's railway companies, not just railway companies, just to to clarify. but they're delay repay schemes. Um, now, Sekroba, obviously we alluded to in the introduction, had some minor issues with uh, getting yes. here. Yes. Um, now, in the UK, if a train has been delayed by more than 15 minutes or cancelled, you can put in to have compensation from it. Like, If it's like completely cancelled, like you might get the full cost of your ticket back. Um, etc., etc. So I, on Sokrova's behalf, put in uh, delay repay with said railway company um, on our line, which I haven't heard anything back from yet, Sokrova, other than what I told you the other day. Wonderful. Yes. Um, however, the, th- the thing that annoys me about this system, okay, so I, I obviously didn't have the ticket, so... Sam Cropper sent me a picture of the ticket and I put it through the system no problems mm. anyway so it went through and then literally like a day day and a half later I had um, an email saying I needed to log in and log some more information so I was like well, what what more information do you need like you have a picture yeah. of the ticket it has like reference number on there as well at the bottom and all sorts. Yeah. So I submitted that. And then literally a half a day later, I got another email saying, No, it's still not right. You need to do you need to log more information. So I had to like log like what type of ticket it was, from from where to where. Like I thought, hang on a minute. You have a picture of the ticket. Why yeah. are you consistently emailing me emailing me back for more information? The, the ticket is attached to the delay repay like form that I sent like send in. All there, um, like it says where I'm where I went from, where I'm going to, the cost of the ticket, the time the train left. Like what more? Yeah, yeah. and and then we got another one back 
saying that the information was right, but now <laughs> the photographer had to cut his ticket in half. Why would and then send a picture of that in. <laughs> and just to confirm, cut my expired ticket in half. Bear in mind yeah. that the ticket was only valid for the day of travel. So it had expired by the time they were asking for this. They want proof that it, it couldn't be used when it's expired. It can't be used anyway. Fake. Honestly. So, um, so yeah, just, it, it just annoys me. Like, it's obviously an automated system and the, the actual humans don't get involved unless they need to, mm. just for, like, speed and quality purposes and all that. But, like, ugh, it's just frustrating. If there's a problem on the system's end, Surely that person that is responsible for like quality checks or whatever, yeah. why can they not look and say, "Oh, look, the picture's there. That's not quite right," or whatever? Why can't they just change it or add it or whatever? I just don't get it. So you know, we wasted two days backwards and forward, you know, trying to get information that they already had. That they already had, and it's just delaying the compensation thing more and more. So yeah. It's just a bit frustrating that, I mean, it's great that the delay repay scheme exists. Yeah. Um, especially in a time where they're striking. <clears throat> um, oh, yeah. But yeah, it's just the, one of those things that uh, does uh, does annoy me a little bit. So, go on. it's just it's just frustrating. I think it's just like there's a bigger thing here of just general systems where you give them all the information. But a robot looks at it and goes, mm, that's not, that doesn't go ABC, so we're going to have to send that back. Or they look at it and go, no, and like it's rejected for another stupid reason. There needs to be more of a human element, like, especially in this case where they came back to you like two or three times for one ticket. So it's like, okay, well, at what point does a human get involved and say that flag up to a human? And they go, okay, well, why has this been flagged so many times? Let's have a look at the case. Well, actually, no, he gave it all the information already. Or, like you said, or maybe he does need to give a little bit more. But, no, I, I, I find it annoying. Yeah. So, um... Thank yeah. you for doing it for me, though, my dad. It's uh, <laughs> quite all right, Sir Grover. When you get your money back, you know, yeah. <laughs> might be a bottle of whiskey or something. <laughs> <laughs> when I get my money back, I'll... Uh... I'll go to the 99p sweet store, sweet shop and uh, get you 100 items. That's very kind of you, Sankara. So you're spending a pound, yeah? Well, they're only going to give me two pound back. So um, you get half. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, the, I will tell you the other thing that does annoy me. I'm not going to go into it because I haven't really thought of an argument and things. Mm. Uh, but it, it, it annoys me and I think it annoys everybody. It's. I've written this a bit wrong, so I don't want you to think that I am angry at people's opinions. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, but people's opinions on the internet, i.e., if you have an opinion that's that that's great, but then they try and justify telling people that their opinion is better than yours, actually. is 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 correct, and yours is defunct. Yeah, no, that that's that, I get not, what you mean. That's not having an opinion, is it? It's just like just being an. <laughs> Like everyone's yeah. entitled to their opinion. I could have an opinion that's completely different to Sir Cropper, but it doesn't mean that either of us is right or wrong. Yeah, for example, we both think and a colossal, but 
um, there are people in this world that would love to suck that. So, um, yes. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it for Angry Man Reviews this week. Sorry, it's a bit, it's a bit shit, but we all know why we're here. So we're not here for Angry Man Reviews. <laughs> we are not here for Angry Man Reviews. So I think I'm not even going to stop the recording. What we're going to do, Sir Gobba, is we're going to, we're going to cross the bridge of banter. No, and go and, go and visit our friends Sir Gobba. <laughs> In our section, scary story time. <laughs> scary story time was. Uh... But I don't just have that story this week. There are more stories. That's a great alliterate. Alli- is it alliteration? Yes, it's scary story. Sam. Scary story time with Sam. Yeah. Um, anyway, crack on. Well, I've got three stories, including the story that we're all here for. Ooh, get to the point. Let's uh, let's let's crack all together. Uh, we're going to cross the bridge of banter. Bloody bloody blah. Story time. Scary story time. Sam, personal life story time with Sam. Don't just do this properly. No, no, just you crack on, sausage. I can use the, some of the previous one as well. Okay, right. So we're going to start with the one from my personal life that like Okay. So, as I alluded to in the, uh, in we the love that word on this podcast, don't we? I want to make a t-shirt of alluded on. Alluded. <laughs> As we alluded to. <laughs> exactly. It's going to be so it was brilliant. Um, and we're also going to get one with, with an, which is like a, a, an egg being broken. And it's going to say, let's crack on. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Oh, man. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> oh. Um, uh, and then... Maybe something to do with someone kicking a like a football, and then we'll say it's all kicking off. It's all kicking off. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, we've got to do some of the antics merch at some point, even if we're the only two that ever wear them. They'll be so funny. Oh dear. Oh, anyway, crack on. We'll crack on. Um, so yes, yeah, so Monday I had uh, my first ever professional presentation. Um. And I gave the presentation, and then um, they loved it, obviously, because I was kind of giving them a presentation. Um, but the only feedback I got was, because basically I'm redoing the same presentation this coming Monday to um, my team. Um, so what they said was, oh, you need the, the, the team leader. So I was presented to a team leader and like the senior clerk type person. And the team leader um, says to me, it was absolutely fantastic. Um, you need to do a little bit of tweaking here and there. Um, but I think you, what you actually need to do is you just need to, to practice it. Have you got anyone at home that you can like present it to? And I looked at him and was like, no, no, no. I live alone. I live alone. He was like, oh, oh okay. Now, what you need is, what you need is a wife. You need a wife, someone that you can just present to and just talk shit at. And I just looked the man dead in the eye and went, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> it's not lack of trying. I'm just not going to take us right now. Oh, my God. So, yeah, basically, if you're presenting a presentation, um, get a wife, because apparently that helps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, oh. So, Matt Dyer, I, 
I'll go down. No. We are jumping in with a am I story. We're going to keep this rolling because I know why. I know that we're a little bit impatient um, to get to the last story, uh, which actually, no, we, need, we didn't tell. We've not told everyone uh, mine and your agreement, Madar. What is the agreement? Oh, you're not going to pre-read it ahead? Yeah, so whenever I choose a story for the podcast, um, I will obviously read it, make sure I know it's good enough quality to give to the, pro- give to the podcast. With these stories, um, I proofread it so that I can work out like delivery and stuff. Um, however, I've not read further than what we've already had on the podcast so this is going to be new for me as well Madai. i honestly i cannot wait for this i I honestly i'm so i've been looking forward to this all week and i know other people have as well special guest glenn um messaged us and said he was so into it um so i would i'd i i for one can't wait yeah but before we get there Madai, we do have to uh we have to pay a visit to a bit of drama, don't we? Well, so, we don't have to, but we will for competition yes. purposes. Yes. So, this is... Am I the asshole for telling my co-worker that it's not my fault that she's single when she said that it's not okay for my husband to send me gifts at our workplace? Initial thoughts, brother? I say it every single time. Every time. I say it nearly every day to people now. I hate the human race. Why is just everyone so crack on, crack on, To quote the famous Will Young, I think it was, lyric. I think I better leave right now. Uh, no. Oh. E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-
she says that I'm being she says that I'm being unprofessional for having photos of your children in the office isn't professional to her. Um, so I don't know how I should act to please her. Do Mike, no such thing, Sagora. We will do no such thing. Uh, people, uh, people just need to stay the f out of things. Like what? Uh, what is this? <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> now this next bit is going to give some people a bit of an ick. Um, so be warned, okay? I'm a 26-year-old female, and my husband, a 50-year-old male. Ah. <laughs> sends me gifts at work every day since we started dating. He usually sends me a rose and a coffee and then with a note wishing me a good day or just a note telling me that he loves me. Sometimes he also sends me chocolate or food from my favourite restaurant. You know what I mean. He's very romantic and incredibly attentive. And I love that. But my co-worker... 40s female, doesn't like it at all. Yesterday, he sent me some croissants and a coffee with a note saying that he loved me. And when my co-worker saw it, she said I should tell him to stop, that it's not appropriate to receive gifts every day. And another co-worker told her that she was being bitter. And it's nice to have such a loving and attentive husband. And that since I'm pregnant... It was understandable that he wanted to spoil me so much. But this insisted that it is not appropriate in any way and that if he doesn't stop, she will talk to our boss. She said she will tell him that she feels uncomfortable that I'm, and that I'm not being professional enough and that she wants another office mate. I'm assuming they share a room. As in, like, there's Is it Amer American companies do that, don't they? They, they have, like... Little yeah, you yeah. don't really have it over here, to be fair. Um, yeah, I feel like I, I, the way that she wrote this, every paragraph she gives us like little bits of detail, like for, and instead of like just getting the housekeeping at the beginning, saying that she's a twenty-six-year-old pregnant woman um, married to a fifty-year-old male, like that, she just keeps dropping these things as we're going through. It, yeah. Anyway, this made me so mad because I've, I'm professional. I've... I'm professional enough. And the things my husband sends me don't bother anyone. And they're not a distraction for me either. But according to her, they are. So I told her that it's not my fault she's single and doesn't receive anything from everyone. And that maybe, just maybe, she was not so bitter. Someone might send her at least a coffee. Do you know what, Sagor? I'm going to stop you right there because I need to do something. Go, proceed. Ah, oh, incredible. Incredible. What were you doing? That was a clap, by the way. Oh, right. Okay. No, we didn't oh, hear the clap. That, that <laughs> All was... I heard was that was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was giving her a round of applause, Sagor. <laughs> Why is that not picking it up? There we go. We've got it. We've got it. We've got it. Um, okay, so she's just ripped into the into this woman. Oh, here we go. And she got so angry. And now she told everyone that I was rude. And then if I don't apologize, she'll talk to HR and see what they can do with me. When I told her that I didn't think of being single as a bad thing, I only said it because she sounded like an envious person. That's all. But 
apparently what I said hurt her. So, am I the arsehole? Well, so she's allowed to be hurt by her comments, but the woman that has, in, quite frankly, done nothing wrong. Yeah. Uh, you know, where she's being verbally abused every day by this woman because yeah. she doesn't want her to receive gifts. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with people? Honestly. I know. I Why know. are people such ass? I don't get it. I will do that. I, I agree with you. I, honestly, I, I agree with you. Um, would you like some comments is my next question. You, Not please. Please. Um, the first one is actually I'm going to read out. And I, I, as I was reading this, um, I, I, this came to my mind. Um, so the thing that the woman has a problem with is receiving gifts at work, right? Mm-hmm. This, this comment is, am I the only one that doesn't think ordering her breakfast is a gift? It's not a gift. It's breakfast. She's a busy woman. So to help her, he gets her a nice breakfast with a coffee. Think of that, to be honest. Like I don't, I don't think that's a gift. Like no, I suppose it, like if someone dropped a piece of toast round, you wouldn't think it was a gift, would you? Someone just chucked a banana at you. You wouldn't say, "Oh, thank you. That's a massive gift. Thank you so much." Like he's not sticking a ribbon on it. It's just breakfast. Yeah. Like the same as um, someone running lunch to you. Like lunch, someone running lunch around to you, that's not a gift. That's someone making sure you eat and making sure that you're, you know, looking after yourself. Like, and especially as she's pregnant, because this is mm. another thing that you can't get is she's pregnant. Oh, moving on from that, Christ. Um, okay, so here we go. Everyone sucks here. So she may be jealous and should not have said anything since it doesn't actually affect her job. But you replied with such a personal attack that kind of puts you on the same level as her. As a random person, I have to say, I just have to say this. I find it weird that your husband sends you a gift to your place at work every single day since you met each other. That's not romance. That's that's peeing on your property and everyone knows it's so everyone knows that it's taken. Romance can be public at times, but the workplace is a weird public flex. Um other people have said, you know, that's what I thought about the everyday gifts, especially with the age difference too. Um, but I agree with you, everyone sucks here. Um, someone else said that she would get annoyed if her husband sent her gifts every day and she would ask him to stop. I don't know. I really... I think that, yeah, okay, she, she crossed the line with the attack, which I'll just read out one more time. Um, it's not my fault that she's single and doesn't receive anything from anyone. If she was not so bitter, someone may, would send her at least a coffee. Okay, that is quite an extreme response. And, okay, however, she hit a boiling point. And for her to have said that, clearly, it's been going on for such a long period of time that it's just a problem. Mm. And, you know, everyone, everyone gets to a point where they, you know, snap part of being human it is so yeah i think that um the single bit is a and um my number is 07 now say it's the moment that 
I'm not going to lie, me and the listeners have been looking forward to all week. Mm-hmm. And me, because <laughs> I don't know what's going on either. This is, this is true. This is true. So this is the third part of our four-part series, I Just Matched With My Dead Wife on Tinder. Yeah, indeed. But let's have a quick recap. So in episode one, we learned that he matched with his wife. The wife sort of entered the house and like knocked on um, his bedroom door and, and creeped him out a little bit that way. Um, and then, but then she left again once he was like, like, you know, acknowledging her and like um, being sad about obviously her being gone. Yeah. Then episode two last week, um, we had it kind of escalated a little bit and um, there was a load of dead birds on his like front lawn driveway and stuff. Um, what, what did he do, Sir Gorgon? He, he, uh, he slept with a young lady. No, no, no that's not why I meant. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, he oh, slept yeah. on a bird. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he, he slept, he stepped on a bird. <laughs> and then, Um, yeah, and then he went back into the house. He boasted a little bit about uh, making us Piesa Carbonara. <laughs> oh, yes, he did. Yeah. 15 five, ing- five ingredients, 15 minutes. <laughs> uh, however, there was a sixth ingredient, uh, which Addison put there, which was a sleeping drug. Yes. Um, but before all that kicked in, he left the house uh, with his laptop, deleted a load of porn uh, that he had purchased and downloaded. Oh, yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah. And then he came back to some Freddy Red Knickers on his bedroom knob. Yes. Could have just said door, but, you know, <laughs> you went you went there and said, didn't you? <laughs> uh, yes. So that is where we're at. He has been drugged. He's lying on his floor. Uh, his phone was in his uh, in his pocket. He left it out to read and look at the Tinder, and her profile was deleted. And he put his phone back and passed out. If that's where we join him, I don't know, but we'll find out. I think it's time, Sagora. It's time. Okay. okay. Right, I'm just gonna get a quick drink, as in like have a quick drink. Don't worry, we're not gonna leave. You bigged it all up and now you're leaving. Fantastic. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. It's time. This is I Just Matched with My Dead Wife on Tinder, part three. I never found out why Alison drugged me the other day, other than just to mess with me or get back at me for the incriminating things that she found on my computer or phone or in my closet. I kept waiting to get a notification on Tinder that I was liked by Alison. I kept paying for the stupid premium account so that I could find out, but it never happened, and the months just rolled by. Can you imagine if that was it, the end? (laughs) I was like, oh, we're waiting for that. (laughs) I also kept waiting for something strange to happen in our house. But it, it never did. The, the power went out once, but I, I think it was just hit by a power pole on, on the street. But that was it. My life went back to normal. 
one of the girls, Phoebe, I had casually talked with on Tinder just before Alison's profile annihilated my world and stepped back into my life. We started hanging out regularly. Though always in public or, or at her place, held off having her at my place as long as I could. I thought about telling her about the situation, but then just kept scrapping the idea. It's just far too crazy. More months had gone by without a peep from Alison, and I was finally comfortable with having Phoebe come over. I invited her over just for dinner. I had talked up my five ingredient 15 minute carbonara. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> what is it with this guy and that carbonara? <laughs> He's literally last time been poisoned by it. Why why does he think this is the best thing ever? Like, (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, God. I thought something was coming there because you paused and you never normally pause unless you've, like, finished. And I thought, well, hang on, that can't be the end yet. I was laughing. And as soon as I saw it coming, I was like, what the fuck's that? Fucking hell. I literally read, I talked up, and I thought, you fucking prick. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Let, let, let's, let's, not, let's not get bogged down with <laughs> five ingredient, 15 minute carbonara. You know, we'll be on HelloFresh next advertising, you know, simple meals within 15 minutes. It's going to be on Saturday Kitchen. James <laughs> Martin's going to be <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Right. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. Sorry. We'll go back to the start of that paragraph. Yeah. 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 Some more months had gone by without a peep from Alison, and I was finally comfortable having Phoebe over. I invited her over for dinner. I had talked up my five ingredient 15 minute carbonara. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Sorry for that. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry about that. Okay, and she really wanted it. I bet she did. (laughs) And this red wine I'd been talking about too. Oh, fucking hell, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) He's a cheap date, isn't he? Let's be honest. Would you like a really expensive steak? No, I'll just have the carbonara, (laughs) thanks. Oh, we could... uh, She's obviously... I bet Phoebe's been like, oh, do you know what I really fancy? I really fancy uh, maybe getting some pasta, maybe some tortellini or something. It's like... Do you know what I can do, right? Five ingredients, 15 minutes, spaghetti carbonara, bosh. It's f***ing Jamie Oliver, isn't it? <laughs> uh, maybe that's why Addison's f***ed off, because he's a naked chef. I t- <laughs> maybe that is the reason. <sighs> right. Okay, I'm getting back to it. Yeah, sorry. I'll try, I'll try and not laugh this time. <clears throat> so she really wanted it. She wanted red wine and, yeah, it's carbonara. Yeah. She wanted spaghetti. Anyway, Phoebe and I hadn't slept together yet, and I was, but I was getting major vibes that this was going to be the night. So I decided to make everything perfect, and that got me deep cleaning my place. I was cleaning out our coat closet when I found Addison's old MacBook. It was stored above the jackets on a ledge underneath the board games, which hadn't been dusted off since she were, since she was sick. Since she was six? Sick. Oh, sorry. 
sorry, I thought you said six. I'm like, what kind of dodgy story is this? Oh, no. No. Carry on. Just looking at those games flashed cosy nights on the couch underneath a blanket and sipping our drinks. Hang on. Hello? <laughs> Did I read that right? I don't know. You, no, you've no, got no, the book. No, no, no. Just looking at those games flashed cosy nights on the couch underneath the blanket and sipping drinks through my head. Sorry? <laughs> um, <laughs> punct- punctuation is key. Come on. Sorry. Sipping drinks through my head. Okay, I'm going to rephrase that. So, just looking at those games flashed memories of cosy nights on the couch underneath a blanket and just sipping drinks. I felt a little warmer than I did before. Oh, so you've just completely omitted the through my head. Because he's talking about memories, but he's so just been should... absolute sausage and not actually explain that. Not, not for that. So should it be underneath a blanket and sipping drinks, thoughts went through my head or something like that? Something to say that something's well, going through his head, well, he, yeah. He said, look at this game's flashed da, 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 through my head. There's oh, so, no... There's so there's, there's no drinking through his head. There's not a straw no. coming out his nose or something. She wasn't pouring it in one ear and taking it out the other. No, well, we don't she... know. She's a bit psycho, this woman. Anyway. From John Grave as well. But yeah, so just looking at those games flashed memories of cosy nights on the couch underneath a blanket and sipping drinks. I felt a little warmer than I did before. The MacBook provided a momentary distraction. I sat down on the couch started going through Alison's files. I knew she saved her favourite photos and videos there. I didn't have much time before Phoebe came over, so I just skimmed through the thousands of photos and videos and, and fought back the tears. It was all going sadly and sentimentally smoothly until I saw a large chunk of bare skin in a swath of photos. Oh, sorry, what? Sorry? Say that again? Maybe jump. Don't do that again. <laughs> I was in like reading mode. Like you did this last time. This is the Sam and Matt antics podcast. I know it's uh, a bit dodgy if I'm not here. I know. Oh, right. Um, basically, he was going. Th- I, I'll rephrase it because he he's used language anyway. So this is a this is a photo album on well, the macbook not imagine, an actual physical photo album no this is this is just her like her photos on, on the macbook uh, so there's not a, ch- a chunk of skin in a not photo album skin. not actual skin no. okay no. oh we <laughs> wouldn't put it past this woman well no anyway it was all going sadly and and sentimentally smoothly until i saw a large chunk of bare skin photos it was allison's bare skin I stopped on the photos because I'd I'd never seen them before. At least I I don't think I have. Uh, Addison was either nearly naked or close to naked in them and posed very seductively. But not like pornographically. Just just think like old Playboy photo shoots. They were all in a fancy hotel room that I, again, didn't recognise. I saw some skizzy... I saw some cityscapes through a window, but I couldn't make out which city it might be. What the fuck was this? Who who took the photos? I dove into the photos and examined every one like a skilled detective. 
looking for any clue that I could. The biggest clue I got was, and relief I ever could have gotten when I got to the last one and it showed Addison naked, sitting on a bed. She was holding a sign and the words written cursive were, I love you, Derry. Phew. Crisis averted. Okay, right. Back to cleaning the house. Phoebe's coming over soon. This wasn't to say my suspicion wasn't still raised at least a touch. With throwing that last one in with the sign, been a let's cover your ass kind of situation, in case I found the photos, which were intended for someone else. It's at this point I should divulge that Alison and I, we, we didn't have the most perfect relationship, and neither one of us were exactly pillars of mental stability. Alison grew up in a hard luck family. Her mum had her at 19, and her dad split with her mum very early on, so she barely knew him. He came around for the occasional life events and lived somewhere in Florida, possibly on a boat. I didn't care enough to get much more and he didn't care to volunteer. Her mum was fine. She wasn't the cliche young single mum who just had a, a bunch of abusive boyfriends or anything. She held it down just fine. She always had a job and avoided significant others. The problem was Alison's extended family. They were all bad news and always just lurking around, particularly her sister, Sophia. She is a dark cloud that just seemed to always blow in at the worst time with sketchy friends and just ruin everything. Alison also had her fair share of mental issues. Nothing completely crippling or diagnosed, but she always had a mix of numb depression and sporadic manic anger. And she didn't let it hold her back, though. She got through college. She always had decent jobs and met and married the upstanding individual that is myself. I had my own fair share of issues. On the surface, I had a very clean cut, middle class, bourbon upbringing. One look under that veneer showed dull darkness of seemingly contagious anger and depression, but more on that later. Our issues tended to almost help us in some ways. Like we could lean on each other and, and understand each other in hard times. But then sometimes we couldn't. The blowout fights were epic, to say the least. The worst came just three months before our wedding. I can't even remember what sparked it, but we ended up screaming at each other all night. And she called off the wedding, even though all of our save the dates were already pinned on all of our loved ones refrigerators. The deepest regret in my life, which keeps me up at night, is the cruelest thing I said to her in that fight. I told her that she didn't actually mean that much to me. She had just been convenient at the time when my life had nothing going on. She was a movie I watched on an airplane and I would then forget about. I didn't mean it at all. I was just so hurt after the things she said to me and, and calling off the wedding. I thought the cruelest possible thing I could say to her in that moment. And it, 
it just came out. The wedding was called off for a few days. We just never told anyone about it. We patched things up and we were golden by the time we walked down the aisle. This was all that was running through my head when I was on top of Phoebe in my bed. Oh, fucking hell. Hang on, we better <laughs> escalate quickly. No, fucking hell. Jesus Christ. I was about to say that... <clears throat> Look at Carbonara first, man. So, well, I mean, this, this episode so far is very much detail that do we really need? We just want the scary stuff. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I assume we've got through that stage now and it's all kicking off. Well, it is when he's inside Phoebe. Carry on, Sir Grover, please. Okay. It was definitely affecting me. I, I, I was barely there. I was just kind of going through the motions and, and said it was finished. Phoebe didn't seem to pick up my troubles. We, we, we laid in bed for a while, chatting, before she asked to have a shower. I then embarked on one of my muscle memory rituals. Usually, after sex with Alison, she went to the shower and I went to the bedroom in the front of the house to pee so that I wasn't peeing right in front of her. I did this with Phoebe, walking naked through our home and into the guest bathroom. Thinking back now, I thought I did notice something peculiar in the kitchen. Uh, a moisture, the, 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 the smell of maybe gas? But that could just be my brain putting together pieces that weren't there, just trying to figure out what happened shortly after. I paid closer attention to the kitchen. Maybe I would have noticed the pot filler on the stove had filled up a pot that was resting on a burner and the gas burned. Gas burner had been put on high. But I didn't. I walked right by, back into the master bedroom. Phoebe asked if I wanted to shower there. I really did. I slipped into the shower. It was warm, comforting, and beautiful. It must have been about 45 seconds before the boiling water came over the side of the shower. The boiling water mostly hit Phoebe's back as she had her head down, the shower nozzle hitting the nape of her neck. I, wanted, I watched her reach back as the scalding water scorched her and I watched the soft skin of her back liquefy and slip away as she clawed at her back in a pained frenzy. The water caught my shoulder and I got the same treatment, searing, searing pain and the smell of burning flesh right under my nose. I yanked Phoebe out of the shower and wrapped her in a towel. She screamed and heaved in my arms. My eyes combed the bathroom for our assailant. I didn't see anyone but I saw something written in, in the, the fog of the bathroom mirror. I watched everything. <laughs> oh. oh, help. <laughs> is, that, is that it? Yeah. Oh. I'm going to be honest, Sokoba. It's a filler. This is definitely a filler. Like, I think... Four is going to be, you know... Like, well, four is the last part, so it's going to kick off. Yeah, yeah. so I think this was, like, more of a character development than anything else. 
So if we cut out all the middle stuff, we would have had a paragraph. Yeah, basically. Oh. But I think this was needed for the character development of part four, which we will obviously get to next week. We wow. still had a bit of spookiness there, though. We did that that, that last bit. So <laughs> they're in the shower. Yeah. And this random pot comes up over the shower curtain and puts boiling water on them. Am I reading that correct? Yeah. This is the why, bit that I'm, I struggle with Why didn't as he well. just open the curtains and be like, ah. I was, when I was reading it, I was thinking, yeah, okay, so this pot's walked through, like been floated through or walked through or whatever. And it's been thrown. So he must have a shower, which is like, um, doesn't have a curtain or anything or like any doors. It must just be like a, a sh- like a shower that you walk in and just hit the button and then it just showers. But then, so the boiling water from the pot is thrown over the side. It hits Phoebe's back. She's got a head down, probably, um, with a mouthful. And then the shower in the panic. What is like, wrong shower. with you today? <laughs> and then obviously, like in the panic, everything, like he's hit the shower and also it's gone down. Um, but he's just watched the liquid on. Like hit her back, and her skin just turns almost jelly as she's like trying to claw the pain away from her back. Um, but the water, after splashing on her back, hits his shoulder, and he's got the searing pain, and like he can smell like his own flesh like burning. Um, but when he's managed to like come to, he's he's grabbed Phoebe, uh, he's pulled her out of the shower. He's obviously then like dragged her basically. Put a raptor in a towel, which he's obviously screened because obviously when you when you have like the fabric of a towel against like a, a burn like that fresh, it almost like attaches and like glues itself. So she's in a considerable amount of pain. Mm. And as she's like screaming in all of the pain, he's frantically looking around, thinking, "Is there any sign of a person, or is there anything knocked over, anything anything around?" But then his eyes past the mirror where he sees that there are words on there which which say I, I watched everything. Obviously. Mm. Addison is not happy. I've had a thought. Okay. But I don't know whether I should say the thought in case no, it no, no, potentially no, could ruin the... Well, no, we'll either know if you're <clears throat> right or wrong. So what, what is your thought? Well, I can't remember exactly what you were saying. But when they were... No, no. Hear me out, man. Okay. Uh, eh? Eh? <laughs> no, no way. way. Oh, that's what I should have said at the end. No way, man. <laughs> okay, um, sorry. Uh, went all Chris there. Um, yeah, so I can't remember fully what you said, but didn't you say that there was a dodgy sister? Yeah. Do you think the sister's well, haunting? If, is the dodgy sister dead? It doesn't say. He just says that he had some beef with uh, Sophia, which is Alison's sister, because she hung, hung around okay. with um, weird friends and stuff. Well, that's all I'm going to say. 
on the okay. matter. We will reconvene this at the end of next week. You're excited, aren't you? Well, with I just, I just when when I was going through the detail of what you just said, yeah, and we we kind of said it at the first episode, didn't we? Uh, the first or second episode? What if it's not actually Allison? Yeah, yeah, we did. You're right. Yeah, what if? Yeah. My, I I just kind of getting the impression that maybe what they well, I mean what they had is was was obviously quite special for them. Um, yeah, and you know there's, there's all these memories and stuff where they've put "I love you," whatever. What if? Yeah. It, what if it's not her? Because I said I said what if it's I bet it's a neighbor. I said it in jest or something like oh, yeah. it's probably the neighbor. I'm not saying it is the neighbor. It could be somebody else that didn't like him. Yeah. Like his, like the sister's fear. We'll reconvene next week. That was horrific. Never do that again. And that's what we've got time for this week. Well, so grow up. You're wrong again. I'm going to interject here. Uh, you thought last week was the the last week. It's not. We're going to go for another week. It's a dramatic reading of a favourite song of Matt Dyer. Go on. <laughs> what you got for a sausage? <clears throat> don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to fall asleep. Because I'd miss you, baby, and I don't want to miss a thing. Because even when I dreamed of you, no. the sweetest... No, what, no, no, no. what do you mean, no? That's it properly, even when I dreamed of... Yo! I can't do that. I'm not doing that. The sweetest dream will never do. I'd still miss you, baby, and I don't want to miss a thing. Do you know what that sounds like, Alison and... Uh, yeah. That <laughs> the sound of... Oh, got the chills again. And uh, also, that was the Aerosmith classic. I don't want to miss a thing. Oh, what a banger that what is. What a tune. My founding memory of that is when I went to Soccer Aid in 2017. Um, Free Panini. Me and... <laughs> Me and, and two friends from work, we were, were, a friend was driving up the M6. It was a very hot day, so we had the windows open, and the M6 naturally was grinding to a halt. So mm-hmm. we stuck this song on, full blast, windows open, bellowing it out. What a memory. That's a cool memory, that is, man. Yeah, it's, it's a good song, Sagura. It's a good song. But alas, that is generally all we've got time for this week. And I know it's annoying. We have to wait another week for some antics content. However, especially that fucking Dory. I'm forgot. <laughs> um, however, in the meantime, you can still get your some antics fix, can't they, Matt? They can, Sagora. They can go to our Instagram page, which is at Salma Antics. Um, they can also go to our TikTok, which is at Salma Antics. There's new content. There's uh, new content on both of them. Um, they can visit our Facebook page, which is the Sam Antics Podcast. They can send us an email to Sam Antics Podcast at gmail.com. And 
new to this section, Sokoa. Oh. You can go onto Acast and type in the Sam Antics podcast, and we will pop up. We will be there. <laughs> we, we will. <laughs> but what to say is we will chat to you next week. E- I saw everything. Getting ready for Quidditch, are ya? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be an exciting day. <laughs> Dry up, Dursley, you great prune. 